0: Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. I'm Connor Swam, CEO of Finsecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host Connor, CEO at Finn, and I am joined by the president and CEO of Cloud Radio, Jeff Ferris. Jeff, how are you today? I'm great, Connor. How about yourself? I'm doing amazing. You're just doing great. What What's great about today? It's <laughs> great. Well, I have a scale. Great
1: is is like the top. Awesome. I've never ever seen so uh, great. Is great is really good. So
0: okay, I say awesome all the time. I mean, it just a wonderful day to be alive. Always. It is. Always. So we have a really interesting topic here. Uh, The title, the title that's been suggested is MSPs are like the UPS. and we talked a little bit about DNS uh, just before this show started. What is DNS? I think starting there would be amazing.
1: Yeah. So DNS is is like one of the foundations of the internet, right? I mean, it is the way we address uh, packages around the web, right? It's, we don't remember... Your IP address or all the things in between, we just need to know we get need to get information to Connor um, or you know Connor at Fin Security, right? I mean, we don't have to worry about the details of that. The internet and DNS in particular take care of that. So it's basically the addressing system of the web. It makes everything familiar to to people,
0: right? So um, it is it is the address book of the web. Address book of the web, the UPS of the web. How is it like UPS in your mind? So, like UPS, um, there's a lot of stuff that gets
1: delivered, right? And packages, uh, whether they be video packages, this this uh, this uh, this webinar, whatever it is, are delivered via uh, via the web using DNS as a, as an addressing system back and forth. And so, like UPS. The packages are being moved all the time and uh, traffic is immense, huge, huge billions and billions of, of uh, records or packages flying around in any given second. Um, and those packages from an MSP's perspective, as long as they're delivered safely, securely and don't don't interfere or inter- inject malware or problems for end users, then for the most part, MSPs don't care uh, what's in those packages but they do care if the packages are delivered uh, reliably, consistently, uh, and, and and don't interject other threats to, um, to their clients. So, again, from an MSP perspective, they're the UPS. They make sure the packets get through. They make it through
0: securely. Everybody's happy. So, oh, go ahead. It sounds like what matters most is that the packages got sent, shipped, and delivered on time. But what was Correct. in them... Isn't of It shouldn't be of great consequence as long as I go back to, you know, the screens that you usually have to go through in order to ship anything, which is like, are there batteries? Is this hazardous I don't. material? It's like, I don't. as long as it's and, none of and, those.
1: No, and the shipping costs for the most part are pretty reasonable. I mean, they're almost free, right? Yeah. And um, so that injects a lot of packages in there. And occasionally you see things kind of jam up. Either the uh, receiver can't receive packages fast enough uh, sometimes the sender can't send packages fast enough. I, you know, I just went through this um, last week ordering a, a, a Steam Deck for my son. Um, too many packages were arriving at one time and, uh, you know, the, the, the receiver can handle it, right? Uh, at least not immediately. And then things sorted out and pretty soon the packages were flowing again and everything was fine. And now my son is happy, right? So that was the important thing.
0: That's, uh, that makes a ton of sense. How how does DNS remain secure? So DNS is is interesting because DNS is not necessarily
1: secure by itself, but the address points to potential problems, right? And so uh, Microsoft.com is an address, um, and that address we assume to be safe, and we assume people can go to Microsoft.com, packages can be delivered or received from Microsoft.com, and everybody's going to be happy about it. And MSP isn't going to care whether those packages are are there or not. Now, if it's coming from, you know, givememalware.ru, maybe that's a problem, right? And so an MSP is going to try to restrict that address. Uh, And since that's our principal way of interacting over the web is with these DNS addresses, then to a large extent, the MSP is going to try to uh, prevent traffic to and from that site um, and worst case, uh, they may do, um, uh, uh, and from a DNS standpoint, try to block that site from ever being accessed. You see this sometimes in your, uh, browser, uh, when you type in a URL and it says this, this, this URL is blocked or has, uh, uh, bad content or it's not secure. Those are typically, um, you know, DNS, this is DNS security where uh, a higher level table is looking at that and saying, look, this site is safe, not safe. Don't go there. Right. It's like the big um, no trespassing sign uh, in the front of the house. Right. So, again, the mailman comes to the site, comes to the house. It's got his package to be delivered, but it says do not enter, do not trespass. Mail just moves on. It's not delivered. Right. Um, And so that's DNS security in, in a very simplistic way is just being able to Scan pre-scan addresses to make sure that the destination address um, or the receiving address is a, is a secure uh, is a secure location.
0: Who um who or what or what I don't know if it's a person or an entity controls that. So you mentioned like there's this higher level table that says hey these websites are distributing malicious content so or like malicious stuff don't go there block all that traffic but these websites are cool how is that decided? Uh, What entity or? or, So, fortunately, we don't
1: have to worry about that if we rely on a third party, right? And so, Google has some high level grouping of sites, not always the best. Mm -hmm. Google search engine still delivers a lot of malware uh, on a regular basis. But there are third party providers uh, uh, Scout DNS, DNS Filter, Open DNS, Cisco, uh, Cisco Umbrella. Uh, that basically maintain list of sites that they've detected through either um, collaborative list uh, through uh, uh, open list or through uh, where they've seen a problem. uh, And they're able to replicate that and shut that down to all future users. So maybe the first user had an issue, but future users don't. And so a variety of different players out there maintain these lists that that. Basically enable that security. So most MSPs use one of these providers, and from that, they're able to basically use their intelligence to help block uh, MS or block DNS locations from users. And so there's a typically a utility that's placed or an agent that's placed on a workstation, which is a DNS filter or DNS security agent. That goes goes about blocking or preventing. So it'll look at the site before you go to it, see if it's authorized or not. And if it's unauthorized, block it. And if it's authorized, it'll allow it through.
0: Got it. What are What are some
1: limitations of that, uh, if there are any? So the, the biggest limitation, again, it's not necessarily a problem, but the people that make the decisions, there's a security issue there. But the people that really care, think about UPS and the the MSP being a UPS. They don't really care that the packages, what the packages contain. They care more about whether the packages are are safe and delivered securely. Right. From a MSP perspective, as long as that's happening, they should be happy that, you know, it's not causing the threats to their existing user base. But the content of those packages. sites are very interesting to the end users themselves, right, to the people that own the businesses that employ the MSPs. And one thing, the way to think about it, UPS isn't going to care if there's toys and games in a package, right? But a parent might care what toys and games are in the package that are addressed to their child, right? Uh, Some may be appropriate, inappropriate, age-relevant, not age-relevant, uh, and so the parent's going to care what packages delivered to that child. And they'll, they're going to want to say to that. Now, UPS doesn't care, right? UPS doesn't care what's in the package as long as it got there safely, securely and didn't cause any problems. And so, and just like the MSP, they don't necessarily care about that, but the owners of that package or the the owners of that business or the employers of those uh, people receiving those packages do care. And this is what becomes very interesting in the DNS world uh, is especially the the metadata that the sites that people are visiting is really important to the owners of the business they're the ones that understand whether those sites are appropriate whether they're relevant right i mean so if you look at something like uh, victoriasecret.com maybe that's appropriate maybe that's not appropriate right if you're in the fashion business maybe that's a perfectly valid site for your employees to be going through if you're not in the uh fashion business, then maybe that's an inappropriate site for your employees to be going to. From a malware perspective, it's probably not a big risk for malware. It's probably not a big risk for injecting, you know, uh, problems for a computer. And so the MSP in one sense doesn't care that that content is being delivered, but the owner of that business does. And that's where in DNS, I think becomes really interesting in, in it's the meta information that it contains. And that's in trying to get that information to end users, I think is one of the most important things an MSP can do um, in being able to help their users understand how their, how their systems are being used and what their employees are
0: doing. That makes a ton of sense. Um, so if the MSP is kind of utilizing these tools to make sure uh, people aren't going uh, to places or uh, trying to navigate to, to places on the internet that could download malware, could be huge security issues should MSPs have more more of a responsibility or should that be where their responsibility ends as well? You're kind of alluding to, hey, it's not the MSP's job to determine what websites are or are not allowed to go to. It's the MSP's job to just make sure wherever they're going, it is secure. Should MSPs think about going above and beyond that? Should they go into other areas of online security as well? Or what's your thoughts on that? They're being pulled into that.
1: Again, any client that's got... Ten any MSP that's got ten clients has ten different views of what DNS security is, right? In the sense that of what sites are appropriate or inappropriate, and so typically uh, in our surveys, MSPs spend a lot of time addressing tickets to open uh, or block sites, uh, to open or block categories, and so they spend a lot of time basically being in their in the business of their uh, clients, doing the things that the clients want but they're not really MSP related. They're user related, right? If you want victoriasecret.com, you should be able to block that or block the category. If you want it, you should be able to allow it. But the MSPs don't have the tools or haven't had the tools um, in order to be able to do that. And that's one of the things that the Cloud Radio we're trying to address is trying to make some of that stuff more transparent
0: and make it more visible. Uh, A question that I have is, does this at all uh, overlap with uh, mail server security, like MX server, DMARC, SPF, DKIM. Is there any reliance on uh, DNS that MX uh, that, that like sending email and email infrastructure would typically have, or are those completely separate? For the most part, they're separate. But the links that are in
1: those emails or the addresses that are in those emails are typically DNS addresses, right? So anything that's got you know text dot text or text.com dot whatever, right? All those are going to be basically DNS addresses. So the links in the mail systems um, are, are basically used a lot of times to try to cause problems, right? Because again, the block sites, the um, the sites that have malware or inappropriate content, either way, right? I mean, from a from a business perspective, they don't want malware but they don't want their employees going to sites that they don't want them to go to anyway. And so, uh, those are both security threats to the end user. They may not both be threats to the MSP. And so, the typically way typical way that that DNS addresses surfaced up to their employees or uh, is either being typed in directly, or responding or clicking on a link in an email. And that's why, you know, that's why you have training. Uh, you know, why there's so much emphasis on security training right now is to teach people not to click links that have odd addresses. Right. I mean, we spend a lot of money and time as an industry, as a country, trying to keep people from doing things that the
0: email tells them to do. Right. Yeah. One of the most important things we always say is what matters is not necessarily where you are on the Internet, but that you believe that you are where you believe you are. That makes sense. Like if you think you're on Microsoft you had better be on microsoft.com because you're going to treat it the exact same way. You're going to log in with your Microsoft account. You're going to go through SSO if it's on your phone or MFA, whatever security controls you got set up. But if you're not on Microsoft and you're doing all of that, that's when you get your credentials stolen. That's when they get harvested and abused. That's when business email compromise can come into play because then somebody can get access to your email account, start being malicious. So I always tell, uh, people, what matters most is that you are where you believe you are. So let's talk about how to identify those things. This is a subdomain. So microsoft.randomwebaddress.com. It's like, that's not Microsoft. That is a fake website set up to make you believe you're at Microsoft. But right. A lot of people can't even tell the difference. No, they can. And,
1: and it is confusing. Again, they're purposely confused now because what if you get like microsoftsecurity.com? Well, is yep. that malicious or not malicious? And it doesn't help that Microsoft and other sites use some variation of the Microsoft Correct. name in there because that's not uncommon. And this is why those lists of of you know of you know misbehaving URLs is so critical, uh, and that's why DNS security is so critical because it provides an extra level of screening. Right? Again, you've got training in there as okay. as, a, as, as one principal way. Just don't click it. Uh, then you've got DNS security as another form. Uh, of, so if they did click it and it's, you know, it's a, it's a malicious URL, then hopefully they're not allowed to it. And if it is malicious and they do click on it, then hopefully you have the right, you know, anti-malware tools on your workstation or on the workstations of your users to prevent that next level, right? So all these are escalating forms of protection and, you know, when they all break down, uh, there's a real problem, but for the most part, training and DNS protection Account for just a huge amount of,
0: of the threats that are out there. That makes a ton of sense. If um, if folks listening or watching wanted to learn more about you or more about Cloud Radial, where would you suggest they go to get that done? So go to our website, www.cloudradial.com.
1: Uh, we're introducing a product, um, or just introduced a product uh, in, in relationship with Scout DNS, and we're reselling their product. And what we've done is we've taken their DNS filtering product and highly optimized it for user uh, user interaction. So users can block sites, open sites uh, directly, or the owners of that business or the administrators of that business can basically manage their own DNS block list. And then they can also see the sites that their users are going to to provide that first level of understanding for how their, their employees are using the equipment to access Company resources or potentially non-company resources, right? Uh, if you if you want to track how many users are accessing Facebook, our implementation of Scout DNS makes that super simple to be able to see. Uh, if you want to see if people are, are hitting sites that are inappropriate, that's easy to see. If people are actually logging in in the course of a day, it's very easy to see, right? Because again, DNS is kind of used everywhere. So if there's no DNS activity on that computer for that day. There's no activity on that computer that day, right? And so, especially in a mobile workforce or remote workforce, um, these things are super critical to be able to just to have confidence that your employees are doing the right things at the right times um, in the most appropriate ways. So, again, just like the MSP, if the MSP is the UPS of the uh, of the of this of the scenario, then the users are the ones that are receiving and giving packages, and they're the ones that care about the contents.
0: Awesome. Uh, we will have links for those of you watching or listening uh, in the show notes to cloud radio. So you can take a look and you can reach out to Jeff and the rest of the team. Uh, Jeff, this was a blast chatting with you. Thanks so much for, uh, for joining us on Gone Fishing and uh, hope you had a good time as well. Everyone watching or listening, thanks for being here. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, Connor. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at PHINSEC.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.